Welcome to another episode of We Don't Die Radio. I'm your host, Sandra Champlain, author of the best-selling book called We Don't Die, A Skeptic's Discovery of Life After Death. Now, if you're watching this on YouTube, you will realize that this is one of these live video episodes that are so rare. And if you're listening on iTunes or iHeartRadio, you can certainly feel free to go to YouTube and type in We Don't Die Radio and see this video interview. Who I have next to me is my superstar friend, (laughs) Sonia Rinaldi. (laughs) And it's curious because she lives in Brazil. I live in Massachusetts. And what are we doing together? Well, we just completed five days together of a course called the We Don't Die Discovery Course. And during the course, it was all things afterlife, but really getting deep into mediumship, precipitation mediumship, healing, yeah. and her specialty with just tra- capturing trans images. So, Sonia, I thought it would just be fun. Yeah. You and I just talking about how the week was. It was yeah. really good. It was wonderful. The people, the organization, thanks to Sandra, everything was perfect. Oh, thank you so much. <laughs> well, it's important to me to share the people that I know and that I love and that I trust that are really making a difference in you the do, world you do, you do. of the uh, afterlife. Yeah, you have been. She's one of them. She, <laughs> she's gathering uh, wonderful mediums, and I had the opportunity to participate and watching some of them here. And uh, I was really impressed with some events, some facts that happened. Oh, my. I think that um, uh, your your work is absolutely unpayable. Do you say that? Unpayable? You, you, you have no no way how to, you can... Like uh, priceless is yes, maybe yeah, how we would the, say uh, it yeah, in America. It is priceless. <laughs> I'm learning. You're doing great. You speak more <laughs> English than I speak Portuguese. <laughs> okay. Absolutely. And for those who people who don't know, Sonia has been working for over 30 years, working with the deceased and I think most of those years you were capturing audio. Yeah, uh, for many years, maybe more than half of this time, I just worked with voices. In truth, I didn't know exactly or never thought that I could ever uh, get images uh, until one day they, the other side they requested. And um, as always, it was a command, let's say, that I receive. And then the first thing is to, to think, Oh my God, how can I record video? I didn't know anything about. Um, I didn't have a, a camera. And then I started all the process and uh, created the, the situation and uh, followed the, the inspirations. And uh, here we are. So, yeah, many years after, but yes, I started with voice. Yeah, and what we're talking about this is life after death evidence. This is recording the sounds of. Uh, what do you say, like chopped up voices, things like yeah, that? Yeah, gibberish. 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 Yes. And most of the times you were working with a parent, would it yeah. be? Yeah, I mean, usually, there's yes. Usually moms. Moms. Uh, that uh, looks for me because they suffer, because they lost someone loved. And uh, we have been pleased to be able to help these people. Mm-hmm. And um, here in this event, we had some moms that received the, the, the transimage, the, means the photo of the, their loved ones that passed. And um, 
oh, they are so, I, I think that um, some of them I knew before uh, an experiment and they were one type of person, you know, sad, mm -hmm. uh, the life was heavy. And um, after they saw, either listened to the voices of the, their boys or girls, or saw the trans images, they are other persons now. You know, obviously they feel, uh, obviously these will never go away. But I think they face in a, another way the loss. They know that their children are alive. So I think that, uh, I think that there's nothing more important than that. As, and as you usually say, I also think that there is no worse thing in life than to lose someone loved. I think that uh, you can suffer of many problems, but I think this one is very difficult. I, I agree. Grief to me, and that's what led me on my journey, is the most difficult pain that I feel any human will experience. And for however many years, Sonia, working with a parent, all for free, never charged a penny, she would reunite children because their voices would show up on her recordings. And for the past several years, she's been experimenting. And we'll talk in a minute some of the experiments you did here. But the deceased loved ones, their pictures would appear with smiles showing real evidence that they remain because these pictures just come out of static. I mean, do you want to explain the experiments that we did here this week? Yeah, um, here specifically, uh, we have had the opportunity to to use for the first time six microprojectors. At home, I was using just three. Here, we had some more. And um, I had the idea some months ago in Boston when we were there. Um, I had the idea of using uh, the, the projection projectors projecting a static color, a static. Uh, it had to be over something because if you don't hold the light that's coming from the projector, it would cross directly to the walls, right? And that is one, what, uh, not what we wanted. So I decided to put an, an egg. In truth, it is the mode of uh, chocolate, chocolate, mold. Uh, chocolate egg. Easter egg mold. Uh, yes, yes, Easter, for Easter. And um, I initially used just one and uh, the statics. And later, as per the suge suggestion of a wonderful medium, he, he suggested me to use two eggs, one inside of the other. So it was a double egg and the statics again. And then it was when your father appeared and uh, all the loved ones. So it was magic. It, it feels like magic to me because all along my journey, I'm meeting different people. And I remember hearing of you maybe back in 2002, just thinking someday I'd love to meet this woman, never thinking that here we would be together. Yeah. But Scott Milligan was here during the course. And Scott Milligan to me is the top physical medium yeah, me in too. the world. There are others. But Scott's passion is reconnecting people with their loved ones. Yeah. And physical mediumship is something that's very hard for the brain to get around. And if you don't experience it, I think it's easy to think it's fraud, yes. can't possibly be. Yeah. It, it, it was in this very room that we had a circle of chairs together. The medium 
is in um, a cabinet, it's called. It was just a makeshift box with black curtains. He's sitting in a chair. He's he's tied to it, and yes. that shows that he is not getting out of the chair doing any manipulations. A group of, I think there were probably about 40 of us here, yes. and we'd sing songs to build energy, and we'd laugh, and out of the cabinet, yes, it's in the dark, he produces a substance called ectoplasm that is like a vapor, and the people in the etheric world, the deceased people, can step into it, put their faith into it, speak again. There's spirit children that come around. We have many toys in the middle of the circle, many of them with glow-in-the-dark tape, so you can actually see things moving around. I don't know if you saw this, but there was a like a glow-in-the-dark small plaque, and I was sitting right next to the cabinet, and I could see this plaque to me, and there were four fingers, four little fingers that showed me the plaque. Oh, beautiful. I didn't and then go I back. A bit far. But they were uh, like alive yeah, yeah, fingers, but I, yeah. and they were black. It, it, it was not flesh-colored. It was black-colored, because I hear the ectoplasm can either show as white or black. I don't understand how it works, but mm. I don't have to understand. And it was really beautiful. And then there was um, a woman, uh, Patty, and her daughter was able to speak to her. And really incredible. Again, I know if this is your first episode, you might think that's far out. That might be crazy. But I recommend you listen to some of the earlier episodes with Scott Milligan. It's very rare, but it's very, very real. Yeah. Uh, maybe we should also mention that uh, in the seance before, this one that I mentioned, uh, we had the, the presence, the materialization, let's say, of Amber, who is Lisa's daughter. That's right. And I was just aside Lisa. She was just at my side, and I could l listen better the conversation because she was very close. And um, one thing that uh, it is it was so incredible for me was that in a certain moment the mother that was aside aside me and her the sister the daughter both were singing the same song. I thought that was incredible because you see one was alive one was in our side and the daughter both singing. I I think this is absolutely amazing. And one thing that I observed it is that when we left the room that the, the end at the end of the mm -hmm. seance and um, I was closer to Lisa I think that I never saw someone as happy as she was I think that if she had won in lottery if she had any other thing she couldn't be that happy no it was something that uh, it was, she couldn't describe. She said, I don't know if I run, if I shout. I don't know what to do. But she was so happy for having received it, the, visit, the visit of her daughter that talked to her. And at the end, all of us in the seance could listen. Amber um, making. Some, it, was, oh, it was incredible. And, it, and it's very sweet. And there's specifics that come out. They're not general. They're things... I remember at a seance earlier this year here in Orlando, there was a gentleman sitting next to me, and he had a nickname for his daughter that only the two of them know. Mm -hmm. And out of the darkness, she said whatever she said to Daddy, and you called me your little whatever this was, and to have this grown man cry because she, 
No one could know that. So it is that person. And Amber has come through in your pictures, your trans images as well. Yeah, and uh, it was very nice because she appeared, she died at the age of uh, 25. Mm -hmm. Uh, But she appeared as if she was something like 8 or 10. Mm -hmm. And uh, in the whole video, in the seconds, so it was not just one frame. It was something like some seconds that she remained as a child, and she smiled and she looks to one side and to another, and Lisa was, uh, she couldn't believe. And then she sent me some pictures uh, of the time that Amber was about that age. It was just the same. And um, I keep thinking, why the other side sometimes, and this is very frequent, they send the, the trans image, of the girl or the, or the boy, uh, of some uh, of their child, childhood, and um, obviously we don't know exactly why, but I think that it is maybe uh, because these are uh, pictures that uh, the mother never saw. Right. They, this doesn't exist at all, and um, we don't know if these are memories that the the girl or the boy wants to to send as a happy time. But I don't know, it, it is something extra that one day we will understand. What I think is magnificent, too, is, is it Murray that came through as a young man? The mm-hmm. Betty Ann's oh, husband? Yes. Oh, yeah, many times. We've spoken about this before on the show, that when we cross over, transition, we can be whatever age we wish, our best age, our best health. And so we often hear through mediums that, uh, like, for example, one of the mediums that did a reading for me, she was talking about my father, and she was actually a spirit artist. So not only did she talk about my father, her hand was busy drawing a picture. And the story plus the picture showed my dad when maybe he was in his 20s. And she said, well, that was his favorite age. And I know through the trance images, some older people, like in the case of Betty Ann's husband, comes through as a young man and just imagine it is always like that in truth yes. it is said even the in the spiritist literature that yes we, in the other side even that you died um, with a 90 years old 80 or whatever uh, you look like 40 and healthy so in truth um, it is the the reorganization of the the consciousness that uh, has, uh, is much better. They, they are not using that old body anymore. So, yes, uh, and, and also this happens to animals. So whenever you lost a, a dog with the age of 16, let's mm-hmm. say, years old, uh, he will come as two years old. And sometimes we can compare pictures of the dog and he, it is him. It's so nice. And the intelligence. Now, here we are, a group of however many putting on this event. But you, I can't help but imagine how many are working in the invisible world. Because if we go back to Boston, I believe. Is that when you found out from Daniel about the... Uh, the, uh, the communication of Daniel was uh, for the second, yes, and for the first. When I started with Diego, was in Boston. Okay. 
Um, I did have to egg it. Right. Well, here's how it went. Scott, who is the yes. physical medium, is also a trance medium. So he can sit in front of the room, closes his eyes. Uh, we'll listen to three songs usually to blend with his spirit team. And there's a question and answer period that we can discuss things about all topics, really. But there were some words for Sonia about how to progress her yes. experiments. So one was the idea of the, how would you even say, uh, yeah, the mold, uh, the uh, bubble uh, inside the bubble. Yeah, in truth, they used the word dome. Dome. But uh, uh, my dome is the egg because it is. Yeah, it works. <laughs> it, is, yeah, it works, so it's okay. It works. Yeah. And then you said for that experiment, we needed some small projectors. Scott was very generous I and know. got the these projectors. And you called it the Milligan experiment. And then Sonia showed up at We Don't Die Orlando end of March with the results. And this is when we actually see they're so beautiful, the faces of so many yeah. people. And we are progressing with this experiment. Now we are in uh, Milligan experiment version four. Version four. Yeah. And um, we got in here uh, also um, a hint, mm -hmm. a hint from the other side, ju just from Daniel. Is one of the Scots' uh, guides, uh, not only to use the two eggs, but also to use the running water. Mm -hmm. So, uh, obviously, I will have to think how to, to put all these uh, working. Also, he uh, asked to have the projectors turning around so, uh, so that the light doesn't remain uh, stopped uh, still, but it will run uh, aside the egg. So, they are sending hints so that we can progress. Right. And this is very important because otherwise if it depends on us to discover, it may take some months. Mm -hmm. So they shortcut our way for us. And I do believe the spirit world works with all of us, giving oh. ideas and, oh, and things like that. But to get the direct message through Scott's mouth oh, and yeah. so specific, it's really interesting because even though it might be Daniel or Eric speaking, it is their voice for the mind of many, many people because yeah. for the, all the scientific information to come out is just amazing. What we just did in this room, which was great, is the whole group, there were just over 40 of us, were in here and in the center of the room there was a circular table and you had the eggs and she had the projectors. We had a TV on the right side of the room projecting what was happening and we just treated it like we were in Sonia's laboratory. And so she was busy taking the pictures and the videos. Recording videos. And we added to it, like we had in the seance conditions, singing, having yes. powerful prayer, and just to see if the energy would give us any different results. Now the hard part comes in is Sonia now has hours of work to do because even in one second of film could be 32 different frames. And so she, this is a labor of love, will in time go through these videos and I have no doubt there will be images because some we saw with our eyes. Yeah, in truth, in the exper experiment of today, something different happened, uh, which was the following... Uh, whenever you record and you have light, uh, uh, I would say, uh, flashing, mm -hmm. I don't know, uh, moving, uh, obviously 
uh, even that they create the image, it is, as you said, sometimes it is one image, it's a complete face or whatever, one among 30 in one second. So it is so quick that when you are recording, you, usually you don't perceive. At the maximum, you have the impression that you saw something, but thank God it is, rec it is recorded so you can see later. But uh, uh, you cannot see too much live. But in the exp experiment of today, uh, we don't know exactly what they did, but they retained the light still so that everybody could see what was being formed and uh, for some seconds or maybe two minutes, uh, we could see faces forming and uh, some big eyes and uh, it was still. So they had not only the, the ability of creating the image itself, but also to hold the light, which is possibly something else that we don't know. But besides the experience of today, I also recorded with each one of the group. So uh, there are some million trans images. Oh, some already saw and it's just it's incredible. We broke into four different groups, so be about 10 people in each group. And over the five days, uh, people would have three hours with Sonia and created a, we used a smaller room as a little laboratory and different, ex, a different experiment. You have different kinds of cloths that yeah, we could. Yeah, different resources. Yep, some different colored lights. There was, um, like vapor. a vapor from a small yeah. humidifier. Yes. And, the same thing, we had the TV set up, yes. and so the other people in the room could see what was happening. And what it seemed like to me in some of them is, even though I knew, say, Nick was behind the screen, to me, with my eyes, it looked like his face was changing. Yes. So I think somehow they might manipulate yeah, our but, faces to create a new face. And uh, to bring sometimes the decisive ones. Mm -hmm. What is uh, fantastic, for instance, I was uh, recording in one moment one mother, Elisa. Uh -huh. uh, she lost a boy and I was uh, recording her face and uh, she changed it into so many other, including possibly the apparition of Olivia, whose mother is also here. And um, uh, up to a moment that I was looking at the video, as I just uh, met Elisa for some minutes, I didn't know who Elisa was because she appeared so different in so different frames. Right. So I, 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 who is Elisa really? Is this one? No, this is different from this one. So she changed in front of the, the camera. So uh, this phenomena, phenomenon is called the transfiguration. And this happened in, uh, with Elisa and others, uh, which is a different phenomenon, uh, different from the vapor, for mm -hmm. instance. But this is... Let's see how many lovely ones appeared. Yeah, well, I have lots of videos to I see. I know here. she has a lot of work ahead <laughs> of her. But I'm excited too because this is the first time you've been with people and showing us what to do. Yes. It is my feeling that something like this, there's a, there's a reason we were all together. And for, I remember when electronic voice phenomena started being known in the world. Do you remember the movie White Noise had come out? Yes, and it was a horror movie. Horrible. 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 Well, it was, uh, that was uh, something, um, it, it was uh, not a positive contribution. It was something that, uh, uh, it, well, I think that uh, the director or whoever, the producer, thought that he, if he uh, made something, transmitted something good, 
people wouldn't be, you know, uh, would enjoy. Right. So he mixed with the terror, and um, so I think that all character characters of the video dies. So yeah, it, I think so. It, oh my God, it's so horrible. It has nothing to do with uh, reality. By the opposite, I think that. Uh, uh, this uh, has been uh, EVP or uh, instrumental transcommunication, which is something similar, mm -hmm. uh, has been an incredible tool from the other side to help people. Right. And not to show what the, the video showed. It, it not to scare people. Yeah, it was yes. scary. And it was food, distru uh, um, food destruction. This is not real, but it possibly it sold a lot. It did. Well, so, that's what I wanted to say because it was the movie... I don't remember the plot of the movie, but they would record the sound of white noise, you know, static or yeah, things yeah, like yeah. that. And then on the playing, it was all this scary stuff. But what it did is it got people interested in looking up on the computer what yeah. is electronic voice phenomena. Yeah. And because of that, a lot of people experimented with it, even myself, and got some really accurate, beautiful messages of love funny things, you know, those are the kind of messages that come through, not the scary stuff. But as far as instrumental transcommunication, it is our dream that when people realize that they can experiment with this, that it's not just one woman in Brazil, yes, of course. it's more people. And when we start experimenting and the time comes that maybe our dog, our cat, our mom, our dad, our child, or it could be, like you say, the extraterrestrial people. Yes. There's something like 50 billion planets in yeah. the solar system, or not solar system, in the universe. And I personally think there must be beings other than ourselves that are, are more intelligent. But I think having you demonstrate this past week is just the start of it. In fact, uh, my great friend who's behind the camera now, uh, Robert Lyon, he is... We are creating a, well, the dream is to have a documentary on you, Sonia, yes. on your past, present, future, oh and God. about instrumental trans <laughs> communication through the images. Yeah, in truth, initially I didn't like the idea no. because of, of the, my personality. I don't like to appear too much, and mm -hmm. Sandra knows that. But uh, then Rob, uh, Robert told me, no, this is important for having registered something that um, in the future can be used. They can, you know, it's a document that you can uh, later see, oh, this happening and uh, it was this way or that way. So, okay, then I said, okay, let's do it. And I always say, too, it's about the message, not the yes. messenger. <laughs> she has no big ego. She's Thank a very God, real person. No. But for me personally... Uh, like when the first cell phones came out, remember they were these big boxes oh, yes. and yeah. things, and, oh, yeah. and then more minds got involved so that now we have the technology we have today. I have no doubt when people realize the reality of instrumental transcommunication that more, maybe even the young minds will think of new ways. Of course, yes. And it takes time. I mean, it was a long time before you first got. Yes, for sure. I think that uh, the first uh, uh, tentatives has more than 100 years. Mm. Obviously, it didn't exist electronics or not even electricity, but um, they tried with some kind of uh, poor resources, but uh, it seemed to have... Uh, Father Orlando de Moura, I think of a Brazilian, 
uh, he succeeded apparently because it was registered in, in, in some books about him that he could talk to a, a little box that he kept in his pocket. Mm-hmm. And obviously, uh, he was a priest, so in truth, he couldn't do this. But um, people have, uh, that was around him could perceive that uh, from the, the voice, the voice, whatever it was, uh, voices, and he talked to the, the box. So possibly he was the first uh, in- instrumental transcommunicator. But uh, even uh, now, so it is more than 100 years. Yeah, so it is a longer way. But um, uh, as Sandra says, I think at, in, now in, uh, the, the time is uh, going fast mm-hmm. and uh, progress is coming very quickly. I think that maybe in five years or 10 years, things will be absolutely different. We see from Boston to now, I think it was some four months. And um, the, the transevangelists, uh, it, it was a jump from the point I was and now what I had with all these new ideas of X and the statics. So we are going, moving ahead and I think, I feel that the other side is in a hurry to bring something very concrete, very solid for our side. Mm-hmm. And Father Lundell and Nikola Tesla, not only have you heard voices, but they have shown their trans images. And it's really amazing because they're the same people working on the spirit team. I'm sure there's many others as well. Oh, for sure. Lo- lots of them, some Nobel Prizes, we know, that mm-hmm. work on the stations now in the transmission station for north and for, for, for south. And um, I imagine how many genius uh, that uh, is are pleased to work with Tesla because uh, Tesla is presently coordinating all these effort. And whenever somebody may say, oh, Tesla, oh, no, he wouldn't do that. Oh, be sure. Uh, it was his dream, his dream when he was alive, the communication, what, by that time he said, with other planets. Mm-hmm. Uh, because obviously we didn't talk about afterlife or anything. But he was already very, very, very interested in all these matters of the communication. Yes. And um, he predicted the cell phone. Yes. And one and of his... In future would be... He describes perfectly what we have currently in our pockets, the mobile phone with all the... Now imagine him yeah. ha- having incredible, much more resources than he, ha- he had when he was here. So now he has brilliant minds work with him. To, to make this link interdimensions. And he is succeeding. So every time I, I, I get amazed myself, when I see, it, even recording here, I brought, uh, as you mentioned, the humidifiers, yeah. so that we could record the vapor. Uh-huh. And um, we just put the vapor uh, closer to the attendees of this event. And the vapor was coming here, uh, obviously, uh, with um, uh, in the normal velocity, you couldn't see. Sometimes you could see, but mm-hmm. it vanishes very quickly. But uh, then uh, I saw already one one of those videos, and so many things was created, uh, shaped in the vapor faces around, closer to the person that was here. Uh, that case was Stephanie. She lost a boy. And uh, so many faces all around her. So it is an incredible technology, how they can manipulate and shape something that is in our space-time. Yeah, it's so great. And even for me, Sonia, every so often sends me images of things that she's recorded. And I, 
And I remember just seeing some pictures that just warmed my heart. They reminded me of what I thought my dad would have looked like when he was a young man. And so just to myself, I was talking to the invisible space and I said, Dad, if you're around, go to Brazil, you know, <laughs> go see Sonia. And we actually have two pictures, I believe, are my father. Uh, very clearly, we have pictures that resemble them from him living on earth. But there is this... Um, faith that there is an afterlife. You know, I was a skeptic. I didn't believe. I moved into having a faith. Then I moved into having a knowing. But to see the picture, it's like beyond knowing. It is so sure, so definite. And there's so much comfort there. And with having the comfort that our loved ones are still alive, we can go on and live our life. So the blessing we have, and and with the documentary, as long as it takes to produce, will give people that comfort, that assurance. I think it will get people, other people excited to try this. Yes, and it can really make a difference. So we are starting a Kickstarter campaign and asking for some donations to make <laughs> it possible for Robert and I to go to Brazil and for the whole production costs. And there's some great gifts that will be included for your donation as well. So in the description of this episode will be a link to Kickstarter to that. But as far as this goes, this whole week, I just want to share also we had Carrie McLeod and Philip Dykes. They are two of the best evidential mediums in the world. And one of the experiments they did, they were blindfolded. They had their back to the audience and giving very accurate readings to people that are so specific and so much love came through. And they're super. Oh. And then um, Nick and Stephen, who run Banyan Retreat in the UK, I met them maybe five years ago. They talked about healing and as we are souls having a human experience, how to tap into our own healing power. And Reverend Kevin Lee was here talking about what's called precipitation mediumship, which is amazing. Uh, talking about even the Bang sisters who lived, I don't know how long ago, but they would have blank canvas and some paint separate. And out of the ether, uh, paintings would show up on the canvas. And there was there's many more of those kind of things. We did a great exercise and well not physical exercise but we each had a shoebox and inside it we put some gel pens there were some index cards and some crayons and he taught us how to sit and be quiet and how our own energy that the spirit world can work through us to put images on those cards and again this is something if you're interested in it it could take years of practice to learn something like that and to blend. But even on the first experiment with many people in the group, uh, in fact, one guy, he had on one of his index cards, there was perfect dots of each one of the colors that was in his box oh. that was on the, the, the paper. I got nothing, but I, I don't yeah, know. Yeah. You know, I still have that skeptical mind, which I think is good to have. Yeah. Cause I'm imagining how would that work? And, yes, and, yeah. um, but there are people that are practicing this and really beautiful images it's, come. It was an incredible opportunity to learn. Mm-hmm. It was uh, for uh, our attendees learned and so did we. Right. So we learned a lot of uh, 
everything. Yeah, but, and there's such a freedom to be with a group of people that we're able to explore this, even if we have our doubts, to be in a space where we could talk and we can talk. And I say witness the miraculous when yeah. the faces come through on the on the images, or when Phil and Carrie give a, an evidential reading that. Yeah. You know that person is there, and even Scott with oh. the, the demonstrations. It's really great. So we will be holding many more We Don't Die conferences. <laughs> and if you go to wedontdieradio.com, <laughs> there's a link for events. And depending on when you're watching this, you'll see what's coming up in our future. But I'm so excited, and I know and I really do believe that our grief and it's our deepest pain and it's some of the worst things that can happen to us really can provide us the opportunity to go looking for answers and discover that's why we called it we don't die discovery course discover some of the answers and discover this world of what's real i mean there are people on planet earth we got one right here (laughs) that are taking pictures of not people but people show up and and it's our loved ones and it's really a beautiful thing so sonia i thank you my pleasure from the bottom of my heart (laughs) for being a friend and your commitment to healing broken hearts well i i think that uh, i have been learning so much and thanks to sandra in truth my work has been is spreading oh to outside all around the world. And I, I thank you for this. I take the opportunity to thank you publicly because I, I think that you were uh, chosen mainly by Tesla possibly to say, Sandra, okay, spread, do your work. And uh, he's doing all, all his part and we are all together working we are. and it is wonderful. We are. Both sides of the veil know that there's a deep need to have the truth that we don't die be out in the world so that people can live their lives, they can breathe again. And if you are someone who's lost a loved one, first of all, they're not lost. It's a terrible expression, but it's one we use. They are right over your shoulder. They are cheering you on in your life, and they will be right there to meet you again when it's your time, when you take the last breath. But your life matters. You are a special person. You are one of a kind, and I know life can be tough. But if you want to join in, go to wedontdieradio.com. There's now well over 300 episodes that talk not just about life after death, but helping through grief and how to live a powerful life. So you can also join us on Facebook. Just type in We Don't Die listeners. And there's a huge community of people that you can be free to be yourself and explore this. I will, until I take my last breath, do my very best to share so do I on planet earth the <laughs> the evidence and the reality that life after death is real and that our lives matter so sonia mm-hmm. with that i say thanks again yeah, my pleasure thanks, anytime <laughs> thanks to the man behind the camera for yes, believing in us and um, coming along this adventure again if you scroll down to the bottom in the description you can see the link both to sonia's website we don't die radio and our kickstarter campaign because just imagine being part of making this available in the world you know i can see 
kids trying this oh, and I can I see hope so. it gave me just like the cell phone I think it really the technology can happen and mainly uh, with the facility that uh, uh, the children has nowadays yes oh hey well uh, things will go Fast and f faster and faster. Exactly. And they might find things that we don't yet know yeah, about. Yeah, for sure. So thank you to you, my precious listener or viewer. Thank you for being part of We Don't Die Radio. Whether this is your first episode or your 300 and something episode, thank you for listening. Our home base is WeDon'tDieRadio.com. There you can get a free copy of my book in PDF form, We Don't Die, A Skeptic's Discovery of Life After Death. I also have a very healing audio called How to Survive Grief. There's a PDF file, My 19 Reasons to Believe in the Afterlife, and there's so much more. So thank you for listening or viewing, and we'll see you soon. Mm -hmm.